want you to miss it. So would you just help me thank God for Pastor Jojo as I invite him to come. I love you so much. Thank you for the word that God has put in your heart. I want you to come. Am I on? Can you hear me now? Um, good morning. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jojo. But that's not my real name. My real name is Amando. Amando Canlas from Canales. I'm Filipino, if you can't tell. Um, Filipinos are a strange breed. <laughs> Karen just said amen. <laughs> um, the Asians really don't look at us as Asians. They look at us as Hispanics because we were under Spain for almost 400 years. So culturally, we're really Hispanic, but we don't speak Spanish anymore because they faced it out after so many years when the Americans came. And um, the Westerners don't look at Filipinos as Hispanics. They look at us as Asians. Hispanics look at us as Asians. So I, I, we told them, you know what, forget it. We'll just have our own box. I was born in the Philippines, came here at a young age, went to uh, the University of Southern California. So uh, I'm a Filipino-American, I'm a Trojan, <laughs> once a Trojan, always a Trojan, so I'm a Trojan for life, fight on. <laughs> and uh, of course, I'm a Christian. Now, it depends what day of the week it is. Not necessarily in that order. I should be Christian first. But on Saturdays, I kind of lose my Christianity when USC plays UCLA. <laughs> or, or Notre Dame. <laughs> but um, I got saved right after graduating from college. Uh, <clears throat> started working for this company. And then a year later, I got into the ministry uh, I started attending a Bible college uh, institute in the Valley, and then two years after that, I went to get my master's at Fuller Seminary. The Lord called me to full-time ministry in 2005, been a, uh, a license since 1990, but full-time ministry 2005, planted a church in Brenna Park, and then when we found out that there was a open uh, facility in Lakewood, we moved over there. And then pastored until beginning of last year when the Lord called me and my congregation to uh, merge with a bigger church. The church from where I came, where I was a youth pastor and worship leader for about 15 years. I, I merged my congregation with their congregation because my old pastor, my senior pastor, the person who led me to the Lord, my spiritual father, came calling. I said, Jojo, I, we need you back. There's really no other person we're thinking about. It's you. We need you back here. When I retire, I want you to take over the church. I want you to pastor this church. You know everybody. Days before we were to do that formally, the, the denomination has released us already. Everybody was ready. We fasted. We prayed. We were all ready to go. Days before the actual merger is spiritual father of mine sat down with me and said, by the way, Jojo, the offer for you to pastor the church has been taken back. Too late. You were ready to go. We merged. We got there. Stayed there for, well, a year and a half or so. Uh, the son who eventually took over said, Jojo, don't go anywhere. We have room for you. We're going to use you in ministry. We need you here. Don't go anywhere. Even promise of a, a financial package. Make a long story short, the day came when they were to announce the new campus pastor for that church. Unbeknownst to me, lo and behold, by the way, our new pastor is boom and mentioned this guy's name. And it wasn't me. I felt so humbled, humiliated. I was sinking in my seat and going, oh, man. And everybody was looking at me. It's like, 
what happened, dude? And I was like, went home, told my wife what happened. Actually, I called her from, from that place, and she said, let's get out of there. And she has only one place in mind to go to. She said, let's go to La Palma Christian Center. <laughs> Didn't listen to her like most husbands do. You don't listen to your wife for the first time, right? I found out a secret in marriage. Men, listen to me. The woman is always right. Even if we are right, let's pretend that they're right. Even when they're wrong, just tell them you're right. But I didn't obey immediately. I said, no, I don't want to go there. I want to go to a Filipino church or another church. Yeah, not La Palma. It's too obvious. I thought I said, go to La Palma. And so when the day came, you got you to hear this. Actually, when we decided that we were going to go to La Palma Christian Center. I said, that, you know what, that Sunday, let's go to La Palma Christian Center. I get a call Saturday morning. It was Pastor Steve. I don't think he would even remember this. He, he gave me a call and said, Jojo, I was just praying this morning. And I felt the Spirit of God telling me, in case there's no place for you to go, I'm offering you my church. I said, um, yes, Pastor Steve, we, my wife and I have been talking, we're thinking about going to your church. We didn't go that, the following day, we went the following Sunday, the next Sunday. And before that, and even during that time, I said, Lord, why La Palma Christian Center? It's not just because my kids go to La Palma Christian School. But why La Palma Christian Center? And the Lord begins to speak to my heart. And he starts to show me in scriptures, in the scripture, why it is La Palma Christian Center. So fasten your seatbelt. We're going to go on a journey through the scriptures, why it's La Palma Christian Center. By the way, not just for me, but for you. And the first scripture that he takes me to is Exodus chapter 15, verse 27. And we, and we read, then they came to Elim, where there were 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees. So they camped there by the waters. That's, isn't it amazing that even the Bible mentions 70 trees. Give us a specific number and 70 that's a perfect number. Now, if you're traveling, just picture yourself. You're one of the children of Israel. You're traveling in the desert. You're hungry. You're thirsty. Your mouth is dry. Your, your, your lips are parched. You just want some water. And you're looking around. And all of a sudden, from afar, you notice something. And the moment you saw that, you realize there's life there. What do you think was the very first thing they saw? Stacy. Palm trees. Palm trees. <laughs> they saw La Palma. Yeah. To the children of Israel, when they saw the palm trees, right, immediately they realized, I am going to live. The palm tree became a symbol of life. It became a sign of life for them. Hallelujah. To a pastor who didn't have a flock. To the minister who didn't have a ministry. To the Christian who has lost his home. 
By the way, all those things happened to me in one year. Last year. Lost my ministry. Lost my house. Lost my job. I had a heart attack and I lost my mom all in the same year. I was a zombie. People at the school, uh, you know, Miss Slutes and uh, uh, Miss Jacob, they were so nice. You know, said, oh, Pastor George is always smiling. You know, we didn't know there was something wrong with you. But inside I was dying. But the Lord said, go to La Palma. Because La Palma, <laughs> there's life. Palm tree is a sign of hope for the weary traveler. There's still hope. I can get back to life. I can go on living. I can go back to my ministry. Palm tree can also supply food and, of course, like dates and palm fruits and coconut and all kinds of food. By the way, the coconut is the most famous out of all the palm trees. But in the Middle East, it's the, the date palm tree. Yes, the date fruit is so nutritious. It's so good. It's so sweet. It gives you life. The second um, scripture that the Lord showed me is Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 3. And it says, The south and the plain of the valley of Jericho, Jericho, the city of what? Palm trees, as far as Zor. Now, it's unfortunate. Let me ask you a question. If I say Jericho city, what comes to your mind? Walls tumbling down, right? And that city will never live it down. If this is the ancient time, if you ask the people what they know about Jericho, they won't say walls tumbling down. They'll tell you palm trees. They will tell you a city that was inhabited always. A very famous city. A city that endures. In fact... It is the oldest inhabited city in the world. Generations after generations, empires after empires, nations after nations have come and conquered and lived and inhabited in the city. They've built on top of each other. Archaeologists have unearthed at least 20, listen, 20 successive settlements. Isn't that amazing? Up to this day, it's still inhabited. And I believe when the Lord comes back, it will still be inhabited. It's the city of endurance. La Palma. You'll get me. <laughs> it endures because its roots go deep to seek out the water. Come on now. La Palma endures because it seeks out the water of life. The source of life. Hallelujah. You know, the palm tree requires constant moisture, but yet it flourishes in the desert. It is strong. It sways back and forth with the wind, but it never breaks. You've seen pictures of palm trees bent like this, right? But it's not broken. It's not uprooted. It's just bent. Now, that's just the physical wind. There's another kind of wind. Come on now. <laughs> the Spirit of God. This is what I love about this church. When the wind of God comes, like this morning, like earlier right now, right? Today, earlier, when the Spirit of God came, your congregation just went with the flow. Kept going. Spirit went this way, you guys went this way. Spirit went this way, Spirit went this way. And you never broke. You just keep going with the Spirit. 
You didn't compromise. You went with the Spirit. And you're not afraid of what others will think about you. I love that. You don't make excuses. We don't have to. We have a message that the world needs to hear. And we don't make excuses for it. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to make excuses for it. We're not going to make it seeker friendly. I've heard Pastor Steve once said, uh, that's how we roll here. <laughs> I love it when he says that. And makes no excuses for it. He's just, that's how we roll here. You're not being insensitive. In fact, you're being sensitive to the move of the Spirit. When you say that, Pastor Steve. You're not being culturally relevant because you'd rather be spiritually relevant. You don't want to be politically correct because you'd rather be theologically right. And if you continue to do so, you will endure. Amen. Just like the palm trees of Jericho. Hallelujah. Are you with me? The third scripture the Lord showed me. By the way, if you're expecting a three-point sermon, you're not going to get one this morning. I had to tell Pastor Steve, I had to forego all the formalities of doing proper hermeneutics and exegesis. You're not going to get that this morning. You're not going to get the Greek or anything like that or the Hebrew. I'm just going to give you what the Lord has for you this morning. Is that okay? The third uh, scripture, scriptural verse that the Lord gave me is Judges 4-5. And it says there, and she would sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the mountains of Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. Now, we're talking about Deborah here. And the Bible teaches us that she judged and led Israel for 40 years. Now, she might be called the first uh, military commander, woman, woman military commander, and the first Supreme Court justice. Now, in order to function successfully as both, she needed a lot of wisdom. And it's amazing to me that the Lord, for some reason, chose the palm tree to symbolize that. There's other trees in, that's used in the Bible. The olive tree, which symbolizes peace. And the hyssop, which symbolizes, you know, faith. But the Lord uses the palm tree. And it says there, every time Deborah would sit under the palm tree. Palm tree. And she'd sit down underneath the palm tree. The children of Israel would go to her and listen, listen to her wisdom. This is the Palm Christian Center. This is the palm tree. So every Sunday, I expect Pastor Steve or somebody else to preach. And we hear So the palm tree becomes a symbol of wisdom and protection for the children of Israel. By the way, she was also called the prophetess. Wow, isn't that what we get every Sunday? When the pastor preaches on Sunday, he exercises the office of the prophet as well because he is Forth-telling God's words. The office of the prophet. She was also multi-talented. A woman full of creative skills and leadership abilities. She wrote songs. I call them ancient Hebrew cantatas. We have that here. Musicals. Am I talking about Deborah or the Palm Tree? Am I talking about La Palma? Next scripture, 1 Kings chapter 6, verse 29 and 32. Well, it's too long to read. <laughs> but you can read it on your own. But what it shows is that 
the palm trees were used to decorate the temple of God, the temple of Jerusalem at that particular time. Both the outer courts and the inner walls. The palm trees were there. They're very useful in the temple. Isn't that amazing? Of all the trees, the palm tree was very visible. Now, we need to ask ourselves, Today, when more and more people need to see the beauty of the Lord and experience His presence, what will La Palma Christian's role be in these times? Are we going to be useful? Or are we just going to go to the side? I pray that we'll be useful. Amen? Next one, Matthew chapter 20, verse 29. Now as they went out of Jericho, the city of palm trees, a great multitude followed him. Can you continue at verse 30, 31, 32? If we have that, no? Okay. Well, the rest of the scripture passage shows us that there were blind men. And then when they saw Jesus coming out, they said, Jesus, son of David, heal me. And Jesus said, oh, the disciples told him, hey, quiet, shh, be quiet. And the more they told him to be quiet, the more they screamed, Jesus, son of David, heal me. And Jesus said, you're healed. This is what happens at Jericho, the city of palm trees. That day, there was healing. La Palma Christian Center is a place of healing. By the way, if you guys have not realized it yet, I have news for you. We're talking about your church. This is your church. And the Lord through the scriptures showed me your church. By the way, this is not prophetic wishful thinking, but a present reality. There is healing in this place, almost on a Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday basis. Amen? Amen. Let me say that again. This is not prophetic wishful thinking. This is a present reality. And it happens every Sunday. And the Lord is not only healing people physically, He's healing their spirits, He's healing their emotions, He's healing their entire being, He's healing their finances. By the way, by the way, what, oh man, the, man, the moment I said that, there's somebody here, it's going to change your year. 2013 is going to be different for you. One of you in the back, you're going to get a new job. You're going to get a new job. Somebody, your business is going to prosper. Thank you, Lord. I received that for myself. By the way, I, I need you to, to know this. Obviously, when, when we were there, when we lost the house, financially, it was the worst time for my family. It was so bad. It was so bad. We had to borrow money from our own kids, break their piggy bank so we can put food on the table. Nobody Nobody knows that. That's a confession right now. It was so bad we had to borrow money from our own kids to put food on the table. But ever since we got to La Palma Christian Center, as God is my witness, when I decided, you know what, if the Lord doesn't call me back to ministry full time and I just end up being a financial advisor, this, this is not how ridiculous this sounds, a, a financial advisor who's broke. Some of you are probably saying, I'm never going to go to him. <laughs> but what happened was, I've, I've been licensed since 1995. I just never really worked full time because my focus was ministry. I said, Lord, my attitude was always, well, the Lord will provide. 
and he has provided. But I could have done more. I wasn't ready. What, when the things happened to us last year, I was not ready financially. Everything I saved, we finished it in about six or seven months. And I said, I, I need to go back. I need to go back to work, my old work as a financial advisor. And ever since I got back to work and ever since I got to La Palma Christian Center, business has taken off. Praise God. In fact, my business partner is here visiting us this morning, right there, Medet Rio and her husband and her daughter. If you don't go to somebody like me, you're missing out. I'm serious. Now it's different. My financial advice approach is different. It's always, hold on, let me pray first. Man, the next scripture that the Lord showed me is in John chapter 12, verses 12 to 15. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, there you go, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it, as it is written, fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. Behold, your king is coming. The palm trees, the palm branches were used to usher the entrance of the king. It became a symbol of proper worship. Hallelujah. Here at La Palma, we love to worship. Every Sunday morning, we usher the entrance of the king with our songs and with our praises, with our hands lifted up, our voices singing. The worship team here, Pastor Moses and Claudia and everybody, you know, Gary and Robin, they all, they're great singers. Beautiful sound. The choir. Man, it's rocking here every Sunday morning. I don't know if I told you this. Filipinos love to sing. If you go to a Filipino house, I guarantee you there's a karaoke machine and a piano. I, I got to say this. By the way, the only... Thing missing with your choir and your worship team is a Filipino singer. I'm coming Tuesday for practice. I, I used to travel in a gospel singing group, um, but not as extensively as Pastor Steve, because we only went to Filipino churches. I could only, in fact, I can only remember one, you know, non-Filipino church that we went to. Um, but see, Filipinos love to sing. And churches, Filipino churches are always singing, worshiping. They say, if you want to have a convention, ask the Filipinos to lead worship, the Chinese to preach, and the Koreans to pray. <laughs> That's a convention. You know what I'm talking about? Because... Filipinos sing forever, Chinese preach like there's no tomorrow, and the Koreans, you know how they pray. <laughs> Filipinos love to sing, but the way you guys sing here, you make the Filipino churches look like an amateur night at the karaoke bar. You guys rock. And I know this. If worship time is beautiful and it's, the spirit of God is moving, it's easier to preach. Because your hearts have been prepared 
for the coming of the message. Oh, come on. We are in the end times. You are La Palma Christian Center. The palm tree, the palm branches. Are you going to usher in the return of the king? What about these times? I believe we are seeing the last days. I might be wrong theologically, you know, I really don't have a date. But I just sense that maybe we are the last generation that will see the coming of the king. And then, heaven forever, eternity with him. Amen. Now the only question becomes, as a church, what will you do to usher his return? Whether it's tomorrow or 10 years from now or 20 years from now or after our generation. What will you do as La Palma Christian Center to usher the coming back of the king? I know the leadership has it. The leadership of this church. You have a strong leadership. Gifted people. Good looking too, by the way. Best looking staff in the entire Southern California District of the Assemblies of God. It's got it's something to do with their hair. I don't know. But, but seriously, you have a strong leadership. But if the church is only leadership driven, then they're going to do all the work. The church has to be membership driven so that they will catch the vision and the mission of the leadership team. And they will be the ones that will go out there and reach for the lost. Man, I had a better... Uh, uh, response this you know earlier, <laughs> and there's only like sixty of us. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what the Spirit of God is telling you right at this moment. You need to be sensitive. This is not this is not a criticism or a commentary on your attitude. It is a reminder of your calling. Folks, I've done some research before I came here this morning, before I even preached that Wednesday night. And what I know is this, 50% of La Palma is Asian and Pacific Islander combined. Asian and Pacific Islander. If the church is to be representative of the city, then this church should be half Asian. And I guarantee you, 80% of those Asians are Filipinos. Where are the Filipinos? Where are the Asians? Where are the Pacific Islanders? Please, hear the heart of God. Not Jojo. Hear the heart of God. You don't want to be a bastion of pure whiteness in this community. But you want to be an extension of the kingdom. A bastion is built to protect what's within. A bastion is built to protect what's already theirs. A kingdom is built for expansion. You don't want La Palma Christian Center church goers. You want disciples. The life groups, that's key. Some smart scholarly church scholar said, you know, some of these people are not going to go through immediately through the portals of your church. They're going to go through the side doors. Life groups are your side doors. So church, are you with your leadership? They know what they're doing. 
They're poised for it. They're empowered already. They're ready to go. The only question is, are you with them? Are you going to be La Palma Christian Center, the palm tree that the called has uh, that the Lord has called you to be during these times? If you are, please stand with me. I want to pray for you. I want to pray especially for the young people, the next generation. But say, Lord, use me. I want to be a like a palm tree. Oh, let's ask the Spirit of God to empower you. To give you the boldness and the grace to go out there and bring him here. Amen? Amen. Listen, folks. You've reached out to me. When my own church didn't want me. When my own people rejected me. When my own kind said, we don't need you here. La Palma Christian Center, a white church. <laughs> says, come, Jojo, come here. We want you here. No expectations. I never expected to preach, by the way. If it's the last time I preach, I'm good with that. If the Lord doesn't ever call me back to full-time ministry, I'm good with that too. But if I ever plant a church again, if the Lord calls me to plant a church again, I want it to be a daughter church of this church. If you want to be empowered by the Spirit of God to do what He's called you to do, please come. Please come right now. Come to the front. I'm going to pray for all of you. I really just sense this. God wants me to pray for you. This is a humbling experience for me to do this. But I want to be obedient. not to single out anybody, please understand, hear the spirit of the Lord I'm going to do something I have never done before, I'm going to ask the Filipinos, the Asians and the Pacific Islanders, if you're out here right now, would you come to the front with me would you come to the altar, to the stage with me, please if you're Filipino Asian Pacific Islander come to the front one-fourth Asian. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> oh. Church, look at look at these people. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But the truth of the matter is, they barely represent the community. There's more out there. They talk differently, they dress differently, they smell differently, they eat funny smelling food. Just ask Stephen. I was cooking Filipino food the other day. Man, man, what is that? It's okay. We need the Lord too. Jesus died for us too. Amen. Amen. We're going to do something different this morning. We're going to pray for them. That the Lord will empower them to reach out to those that are like us. Is that okay? In the name of Jesus, extend your hand towards over them. Church. Lord, bless your church. Bless your people, God. 
Empower them, Lord. To reach out to those that are standing before them, God. There's more of us out there that need you. We need the healing. We need salvation. We need empowerment for our lives. God, we need you as Lord and Savior. Empower your church, God. Anoint our brothers and sisters here at La Palma Christian Center. All of us, this whole church, Lord, including the Asians and the Pacific Islanders. Lord, everybody, the Hispanics, the African Americans, our white brothers and sisters, empower them, God. Bless them in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, so that we can be La Palma Christian Center, the palm tree and the palm branches, Lord, that you've called us to be for this community and for the surrounding communities, oh God. Use us mightily during these times, Lord. For the expansion of your kingdom and the glory of your name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. This is, a, this is a moment here, folks. This is a moment that is happening at La Palma Christian Center. I, I believe that with all of my heart. If you'll look around the room, you'll, you'll see a great diversity already in place. And it's because of God's design and God's strategy. But I would like us to be a little more on purpose as we move forward as how we could intentionally be a multi-faceted, multi-cultural uh, church. Amen. Multi-generational, yes. We have the makings of something great here. Amen. Jojo, Pastor Jojo's my buddy. He really is. And I love him and he loves me. So he said some things that are, are kind of targeted to me that could seem self-serving. I'm bringing in somebody that's going to pat me on the back. I hope you saw beyond that. That there's a word. There's a word for this house. There's a purpose. I, I feel like this will be something that I go back to often. The purpose that God has for this church. La Palma place of life, a place of endurance, a place of wisdom and protection, a place of usefulness, a place of healing, a place of proper worship. Amen. This is, this is by God's design, and it is not by accident that he put us together. That's right. You know, when we get, deal, when we get to heaven, sis, there's not going to be the Filipino section uh, uh, and the Hispanic section and the African section and the African-American section and the white section. And we're going to just, we're just going to live together and Amen. love God together. So we better get used to that while we're on earth. And we better start doing it right now. God has shown me clearly some of our future, some of our immediate future. And what God has shown me requires some shifting. I want, I'm trying to steer La Palma Christian Center's ship as the Holy Spirit leads me. I'm trying to do it gently, slowly, and in love. But I want everybody to stay in the boat. I don't want anybody going, well, I didn't like that shift, so I'm out of here. I'm, I'm bailing. I'm going to go find another boat. There's a significant shift coming in our Sunday night services as of 2013, should the Lord tarry. Not only do I want you part of this, I need your help. 
I need your prayers because it's about maximizing our potential to reach the world and make disciples. I'm going to be sending you a letter. I think I already said this, but in case I didn't and I only said it to the 815, I'll say it again. I'm sending you a letter. Hopefully you'll get it this week and it will lay out some of the structural changes that I believe the Holy Spirit has birthed in me and has been supported and confirmed by my pastoral staff and their families as well as the board and their families and other key leaders in this church. So if you have questions, which I'm sure many of you will, please talk to the proper people. Because I want us moving forward together, unified and harmonious. Amen. And not tearing down, but building up and getting clarity, okay? This is one way the enemy comes in and tries to tear down a church and the vision that God has for a church. It's mumbling, grumbling, complaining. Do you know that's why God's people walked around in the desert for 40 years when it only was an 11-day journey? I don't want to circle the same mountain. We are on the brink of another level. This is make or break. And I'm going to declare to you today that I believe 2013 is going to be another level for La Palma Christian Center. Come on, somebody, if you're excited about what God is doing. Hallelujah. Use us for your purpose, God. Use us to build your church and to reach the lost. So this is why I did something I've never done before. I asked my friend to come and re-preach a message that I thought was so on point and timely for all of the church. Now I'm going to ask you quickly to go back to your seat. And I'm going to ask Pastor Jojo and Dolly to come and stand right here. They are in transition. Board, pastors, I want you to come. We're going to pray for this couple. And you know something? I wasn't going to do this, but I feel prompted by the Holy Spirit to do this. Ushers, I want you to get ready. We're going to take up a love offering for this couple. He, I didn't ask, I didn't talk to him about giving him an offering, or uh, he didn't, he didn't talk to me about needing money. Or he just came to preach, and uh, I know he'd do this if I just bought him a cup of coffee or didn't give him anything. I know that, but they're in transition right now, and I, I just feel like we could plant seed is all. And if you don't, if you can't or don't want to, or that's fine. There's absolutely no pressure at all. This is way above and beyond. I understand that. But I want to give anybody that the Spirit of God may prompt to sow seed. Karen, he's prompting me. I want us to write a check today, and I want to get that. We're going to give $100. I'm going to start it off, and we're going to give $100 to this couple. And I would like many of you to follow suit. That's the number that I see uh, uh, the challenge. And I want us to bless this couple, bless this family. Anyone that can, I'm just telling you the, re- the return on this is going to be significant. I-, I sense that so strongly. Hallelujah. Pastor Moses, I'm going to give you the microphone. Oh, the kids here are awesome. Thank God. This family is so precious. They are so precious to me. And it can only be by God. It could only be by God that he had connected us at heart, Pastor Jojo. And I know that God did that. I don't know why, other than God did this, that I feel the way I feel toward you. Uh, you know, it, it's just God. And Dolly, God has knit us together. And, and for however long you're here, you're here. But even beyond that, we're connected at the heart. And you'll be part of my life, and I want to be part of your life. So, uh, Pimo, I want you to pray God's blessing. Ushers, go ahead and come down. And then as soon as we're done with this prayer, I want you to collect the offering from those who want to sow into this great family. Thank you. Father, we just thank you today, Lord God. Father, that everything that happens in life, Lord God, you are still in control, God. It happens for a reason, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the calling that you have on this family, Lord God. Not only one man or one, one woman and one man, Father, but you have a calling for this family. You have new things that you desire to do, new families, Lord God, that you desire to touch. Father, we just pray, Lord God, your peace upon them, Lord God. Father, your supernatural peace, Lord God, that surpasses all understanding. Father, to come on them, Lord God, to come and fill them, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you that you have guided them along the journey, Lord God, that you have been with them. Father, we just pray that you would continue your healing process in their lives. 
Lord God, that you would continue, Lord God, and finalize the healing, Lord God, that they may experience, Lord God. Father, and that through that healing, Lord God, and through those circumstances, they may minister it to others, Lord God, and bless others, Lord God, and encourage others because they have gone through it, Lord God. Father, we thank you for the things that you have in store, and we speak blessing, Lord God, over this family, Lord God, like never before. We speak, Lord God, just a, a, a new level, a new year, Lord God, even in 2013, as they enter in this new year, God, that they would see things that they've never seen before and experience things, Father, from you. We thank you, Jesus, and we ask you this in Jesus' name. New year, new day, new way. Amen. Let's just quickly go through the congregation here. Thank you again, Pastor Jojo, Dolly, and your kids. We love you dearly. We love you so much. Go ahead and receive this offering quickly, folks, ushers. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, it is 1230, just in case anybody wanted to know. And the restaurants are clearing out. So we, I just did you a favor by holding you just a little bit longer, that's all. And you'll walk right into the restaurant now, and they'll seat you immediately. See what a blessing that was? It's all in how you look at it, isn't it? You get out at 12 noon and you're, you're frustrated because you've got to wait 30 minutes. I just blessed you by letting you wait right here in the atmosphere and presence of Almighty God anyhow. I don't know if you're buying that or not, but that's what I'm selling. Come on, everybody, stand up on your feet and just one more time, open up your mouth and just thank God for a great day in his house. Open up your mouth and thank God for the word that he imparted into La Palma Christian Center. Come on, somebody, open up your mouth and thank God for the new day and the new way that he has for us. Thank God for the souls that are going to be saved. Thank God for the bodies that are going to be healed and those who are bound. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that you are about to deliver them and set them free. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, today that you are in the process of making us what you created us to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we just give you all thanks and all glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless everybody. Remember to get plugged into your life group tonight. Hug on somebody's neck before you leave, and we'll see you soon.